Dude, I bet it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I think we're good. All right. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Shuttle Drive. I'm your host, Wade Harrison. And today I have um, a special guest here, uh, Nick Parsons, a.k.a. Nugget, because, I mean, he's obviously a nugget of gold there. I'm sure that's why they call him Nugget. But um, oh, yeah. you, can, <laughs> um, Nick um, had a little incident on the green, and I wanted to reach out to him, see how he was doing, and let you guys give you an update. He can give you guys an update on what's going on. But, yeah. So, um, Nick, how's it going, buddy? Going pretty good, man. A little, little slow motion, a little two-wheel drive with the whole walker here. But uh, <laughs> Is that thing up again? What is that? Is that really a walker, like an old man? Oh, walker? yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, what's, what's that cup for? Oh, this piss cup. <laughs> I thought you might have vodka in it. I didn't know. Oh, yeah, dude. I wish. It looks like apple juice sometimes, but. Yeah. So, man, um, you're uh, for people that don't know you, um, you've been around. You're a raft guide for Ace up around uh, Fayetteville, correct? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been up there a while. And you were in town for I'll give kind of a brief destruction instruction. First, I'm going to, you know, look at that old. That's an old school bottle opener dagger one back when dagger was giving away cool merch. I actually saved some of those things. So no, I'm um, on the plane, so all I got is pomegranate and pineapple here. Uh, so this might be the most sober we can get you, huh? I know, dude. This <laughs> is it best clean as I get for sure. Um, I'll give everybody kind of a, a little bit of backstory, and I'll let you kind of take it from there. You were in town for the green race, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah down there. And- and you were getting practice laps in your longboat, and um, there was a slight mishap at a rapid called Sunshine Rapid, which is, as we all know, is not in the race, but, you know, some people run it during the race lap, some people don't. So, Nick, go ahead and tell us what happened and kind of like how the day came about and um, everything on what's going on with it. Oh, dude, we was having a sick day, man. I was out there with my buddy Wilson, my buddy Cody, you know, just day before the race, just wanting to get one lap in, not trying to wear ourselves out or nothing. Mm-hmm. Not, not going to win the race or nothing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, we was just having a fun lap. And, man, I, I dig the living shit out of that whole pin practice thing. It just, like, reminds me of some of the stuff we do up here in West Virginia. The sliding. So, oh, yeah, dude. It came to all that pin practice stuff, just like, you know, having fun, come through groove tube. And then, you know, I'd done sunshine in the longboat um, mm-hmm. twice the day before, man, you could tell it was tired. You could tell it was a, you know, little, you know, it wasn't as easy as in the short boat. Have you done it in a longboat before though? Uh, Twice the day before. But no, any time. So only for, twice the day before ever in a longboat. Yeah. Yeah. I hadn't even really paddled a longboat that much. Even, yeah see were you um were you hitting the eddy or were you running just direct just straight? no i'd always do the eddy in a creek boat which i don't know i probably ran that rapid like 15 times in a creek boat or something you know i'm mm-hmm. not down here but uh but yeah i always caught the eddy in the creek boat but in the long boat it just seemed like that wasn't the way to go i know stuff like that when it comes to like local advice everybody's got different things but and Wilson, was he running it hot? Was he in a longboat also? 
Yeah, he was doing that, but he caught the eddy. I just assumed you couldn't catch the eddy in a longboat. You definitely can catch both eddies, the left and right eddy. Um, if I'm yeah. running sunshine left, I come around the rock and then ferry, and it's a harder ferry because your bow just barely misses. You know, there's that rock right there. Your bow yeah. just rubs against it, and then you slide off in a longboat. It's well, it really screwed me, man. I thought I was too far right and started driving left. I think I was fine. But once I turned on that gas, bud, when I skipped off that rock off the left after that horizon, dude, that collision was rowdy. I got GoPro footage of it. Oh, man. You need to send me that. I got to see that. <laughs> it's, I mean, I didn't go upside down, didn't roll, didn't, you know. What kind, of, what kind of boat were you in? I was in a 12R, 12R, my buddies that I borrowed. And there wasn't a scratch on the boat, dude. Wow, so. Great. He told me if I broke it, I had to buy it. So, well, tell him you break your hip. He has to pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> See who comes out worse on that one. <laughs> oh God, uh, if I'm black boats, I got problems. Yeah. So, so basically, you were running hot left, which is for people that don't know Sunshine Rapid. It's it's got a rock in the center because not everybody that listens will know what Sunshine is. There's a rock right in yeah. the center and there's a right line and a left line and a lot of people will come out of the eddy and kind of skim off that rock and then fall in a gap that's just kind of wide enough for a boat and then the same thing on the left line you just kind of keep your bow right line you'll keep your bow up but then some people in a long boat would just come straight down and just send that fucking thing right over top of the rock and that's what you were planning on doing right i was just trying to run the uh the left line mm-hmm. is that what you're yeah hot what we call hot sunshine left right yeah old wilson told me he's like and hey, that's a little bit of a flex in that long boat i was like well it just seemed like the way to go you know like run it direct i mean i ran plenty of creeks and stuff i mean i knew the risk i was taking it yeah just, you know shit happens sometimes yeah. um so when you came off you knew right were you offline and in the air did you were you what were you thinking in the air when you were like boofing did you, were you I looking down saying, I noticed I was going to touch that left rock a little more than I wanted, but I was really surprised how much it accelerated me to the right. Like all that last minute speed I'd built up didn't go anywhere until I, you know, nailed my right side of the boat. Dude, it felt like my ass cheek blew off my body, dude. It was such Oof. a wild. Yeah. So tell us what happened. Like, so you came off, you, you you went, which is about probably 10 to 15 feet maybe of free fall and the side of your boat impacted a rock. So all of that weight of your body and falling hits on the side of the boat and that, that energy has got to go somewhere. And where did it end up going? Just right into that, just directly into under my right hip and it forced the head of my femur at like straight up through my pelvis instead of dislocating the femur head out the front or out the back it battering rammed up through there which i really got lucky i had no internal bleeding it didn't break my femur itself you know silver linings <laughs> it broke the it broke the hip socket in there that's what's cracked on you the femur part is not yeah the femur part didn't get broke it just blasted all that shit it goes into now you're you're a nurse, right? Yep. Yeah. So, so I you, broke my abdomen. Yeah. So you knew something was wrong. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Bad wrong. Yeah. I didn't have like numbness or tingling in my foot, but I mean, I could, I could tell I had reduced function. I knew something was up and the pain was, that pain was rowdy, dude. Oh, man, I'm not trying to sound like a whiny little, little bitch, but dude, <laughs> within like five minutes of it happening, I was like, I was starting to like pass out from it. Like was, the shock was, like, was kind of starting to wear off. Well, it was just like when you're, I don't know, when you're just real tired watching like a boring movie. I just kept having to do that. And I didn't want to go out because I wanted to be able to communicate with people and be able to hold stability on my own leg and, you know. But. So you were you went ahead you you went ahead and paddled across got out at the eddy on the left or right at sunshine. Well, I still had to. I just because I I really couldn't paddle that much. Like after it happened, I was just like staying upright and steering. I ended up running that next drop down the left and then eddying out. Oh, so you actually went on down. Oh, so you were taking even cons- more impacts. Just oh boy, when I came over that next drop, I felt that one. You can hear that in the video. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. Oh, wow. Just so everybody knows, because I'd heard wind that somebody had got hurt at Sunshine, and I didn't know who it was, but I just heard, you know, I know a lot of people that were up there paddling, and I was just keeping in touch with everybody, because during race training, what everybody does during, like, green week race training, everybody's just charging everything and you know you're getting tired you, you're not as crisp you're kind of like having fun and yeah I get it <laughs> and um, I mean I was field. I really wasn't going that fast that day but I just didn't want to get out of my boat really you know yeah yeah I try to never run sunshine during race week man um it's just one <laughs> thing that my people feel that way now. <laughs> yeah, because I think I think we all get kind of complacent, and that's one of the most easiest rapids to kind of screw up. And when it goes wrong, as you know, it goes wrong bad. Oh yeah, it's yeah. definitely a high stakes move. I mean, it definitely has has appeal to it. So how did they? Um, how did you get out of there with a broken hip? How do you get out of there? How do you get out of that place? Did you paddle out? No, no, definitely not. No. Um, I had pulled over in that right eddy and got out and there was a, some friends of mine that were nurses. It was this, you know, just people, you know, through the community. It's one chick, Mackenzie Hatcher. and Devin I know Brooks. her. They yeah. Me out. Mm-hmm. And you know, it, you don't know if it's a dislocated hip. You don't know what it is, but you know, obviously if it was, if it was dislocated, you want to set that thing back in, but there's no way to know that that's what's going on. But anyway, they came down, checked me out. And it was obvious. I needed to get out of there. So people were starting to communicate and I was really having trouble paying attention, but I was like, man, I want to be a part of this. I don't want to just be this lump on a log just sitting here asleep. Yeah. But I just, man, dude, just staying conscious. And man, I was making noises that I can't, I couldn't make those noises on purpose. Dude. It was rowdy, but they checked me out. And then a Keith Sprinkle guy, I'm mm-hmm. sure, you know, mm-hmm. he's like Wilson's buddies too. So he showed up, I guess. And, they were looking for a backboard and they couldn't find one or something, but he had made one out of a kayak or something and it got buried by a landslide. So luckily this dude shows up and he knows where to dig his thing out. So they go dig his thing out, lucked out there too. You know, and there just happened to be like 40 some people there because it's the day before race. I seen, uh, remember the one Joel guy, I can't remember his last name. Young kid. No, he's an older dude. Wilson knew him pretty well. Okay. But 
he was excellent, man. And this other guy that actually took his life jacket off and put it under my leg. I wish I remember these people's names. There's just so many people. I mean, I can't thank them enough, but, but, uh, so they got me on that backboard Keith had, took me up that river right, which took a while, you know I mean? But they were busting ass getting me up there. I think that Tommy Hillicky guy was there too. Yeah. And then, uh, and I think he's something like a nurse. I think he's a nurse too. You could tell hey, there was some ninjas that showed up where I was at, man. I really lucked out. You picked the best time of year for that to happen. Oh yeah, dude. I picked it off the menu, bud. <laughs> Burger King. I'm gonna have it my way. This is how this I'm gonna jack myself up. So, huh? go ahead. Well, just saying Pat Keller had told him to like make a, a raft out of like these kayaks. So they strapped like six or eight of them together and made this full blown flotation. Like, I mean, it was, it was impressive. And then they got ropes across and pulled me across that pool below rapid transit. So let me get this straight. So, so they, Pat kind of like said, hey, how about we just line some kayaks up and they just tied them off with like a throw rope or something and laid you on it and made like a little raft to get you across to the other side of the river? Yeah, I barely kind of saw it because there was so many people around me. I think they went up there and got that ready before I got there, but it looked like they hooked all the bow and stern loops together. And That's then once smart. I got, yeah, dude, that was pretty crafty. And then the, uh, there was some a paramedic and EMTs or whatever over there river left they had already made it down the hiking trail chick hits my vein up gives me fentanyl and ketamine and dude it didn't do nothing but make me more fun to talk to like it didn't affect the pain at all and then i looked up at the you know the emt guy big old built like a brick shit house guy I remind you like stone cold steve austin mm-hmm. like, dude i just feel better that you're here now i'm like oh you know in between sentences <laughs> He's like, you're not going to like me here in a second. So he wrapped that towel around my ass mm-hmm. and then tied out over my crotch, that pelvic sling, because you don't know what all's broken in there. They're trying to bunch did all Did you have a dry in. suit on? I did, yeah. They they did, took the uh, upper Did it cut it? No, it, well, it cut my ankle. I was like, you can cut my ankle, dude, but we're going to have to work on this other stuff. Because <laughs> he so, wanted distal pulse, you know. Did they? So they cut the ankle of the dry suit out. Yeah, just cut one little hole and he felt my pulse. But, you know, with an injury like that where you don't know if there's internal stuff going on, they're just – they're spending more time on getting me out than assessment. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude, I squealed when he tied that sling. And then they moved me up that other backboard, and I, I squealed even more. But I can tell it was making everybody uncomfortable, man. Yeah, so how many of them did it take to carry you up that? That's a steep hill, as you know. Oh, dude, there must have been at least 40 of them. Wow. All like leapfrogging. And I mean, you know, I mean, a lot of us go to Green Race for that sense of community. It's not, I mean, none of us are beating Dane freaking Jackson or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. But I was just going in there to see everybody and do the race. You know, it's fun. And that's not the way I expected to see everybody, but there they all were. Now, this <laughs> was, this was one day before, the, this was Thursday, I think, yeah, right? Race, yeah. It was like two days before the race. This happened. Maybe Friday. Yeah, it was the day before the race. It's Friday. Yeah. Um, and what they do? Did they? So they carried you all the way out the trail and loading you in a in an ambulance and. Oh, dude, they get you know they're getting me up the trail, and I'm trying. You know, I'm sick. I can hear the noises I'm making. I can tell it's making people uncomfortable because maybe they ain't been around that shit. So I'm trying to joke with everybody on the way up, but. 
in between squeals. But yeah, they eventually got me up there. I mean, it can't be thankful enough mm -hmm. for our community and the way everybody stepped up. Nobody seemed like they were frustrated to be there. You know, it was, I mean, it, it really meant a lot, man, to have everybody chip in like that. But, but then they get to the top and put me on this four-wheeler. And it's been like over three hours since I got hurt. And dude's like, it's going to be a bumpy ride. And, man, I start getting smacked with branches and shit. I can see my starting to bleed from it. I'm like, I kind of chuckled. I'm like, it's, it's worse, dude. Yeah, you need your helmet on. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then they threw me in the ambulance. I'm thinking, all right, it's going to chill out. And dude looked at me. He's like, man, this road's real shitty. I ain't going to lie. And I'm just getting chucked around the back of the ambulance. Where did they uh, take you? Uh, they took me to, they said they were going to take me to Par D, but then changed their mind and took me to Mission, which I guess was way better. I've heard that's the best trauma hospital in Western North Carolina. Mm -hmm. But yeah, they took me in there and I managed to get my dry suit off in that ambulance. And that, the EMT guy was not stoked on that. You moving around so much, I bet. Yeah, but I was like, dude, if I get it past my ass, you can get it off my legs. So. You didn't want them to cut it off. Hell no, dude. $1,100 suit. I've had to well, I'd been life. saying. Is there any way we can not cut this dry suit? He said, my main goal is to keep you, your pain controlled and keep you warm. I was like, well, my legs are cold, which was a lie. Mm -hmm. He took that suit off, my legs would be warm, and he just looked kind of frustrated. He was cool, though. Yeah. Um, and what? so what were the, the final, like, diet, when you went into the hospital and they x-rayed it, what, what exactly happened, like, the femur head broke up through the acetabulum, which is the, the socket part of the, your pelvic bone and all that. And it had blown a piece out of the front, like down behind, like your bladder and all that stuff. And uh, then blown a piece out of the back. And not only did it blow a piece out of the back, it was like a crack that went up like my iliac crest, like up almost to like your top of your hip bone. Yeah. yeah it was rowdy. Was there, so what, what can you do for that? They don't put a cast on you, right? I mean, do you have some sort of brace or something? Well, the only thing I could do initially was do traction where they basically hooked something on my leg and pulled it in the other direction to get those bones to come apart. Cause that muscle in your thigh is like the biggest bone in your body, pulling all that shit together when the bones are broke, but they had to do skeletal traction where they drill a hole in the bottom of your femur bone, put this metal rod through, they hook a 20-pound weight on it and dangle it off a pulley at the end of the bed. So you had a weight. So let me get this straight. You laid in bed with just like a weight, like dangling off the side of a pulley. That's what it's doing. It's keeping the leg. Because if I guess if they didn't do that, you would heal with one leg shorter than the other. Well, he he was thinking that those bones would even kind of scoot into where they, where they were a little bit. Not all the way, mm -hmm. but just, you know, just see where they end up to kind of help the surgery out but i didn't even need pain meds that first night once they drilled that hole in my knee and dangled that weight off oh, oh because all that pressure was off right i guess because oh. it was mashed up and now they pulled that pressure out oh yeah dude Woo. oh yeah that's one of the when i think of injuries you know i've heard of broken backs broken arms broken legs and all that but when i when i seen your instagram post and you were talking about what happened and I was like, holy crap, listen to that, where you said how that bone went up in there. I was like, wow, that's one of the, that's one of the harder injuries I've heard in kayaking 
I mean, ever, you know, outside of severe head injuries. But, I mean, I don't see those much. I guess we're all known for something. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if – I mean, you're going to heal. How long of a healing process do they give you? Man, he said three months till weight bearing and then probably six months from the surgery date until I'm walking unassisted. But, but you know how when you punch in a GPS, it says you're going to get there at 530, you're like, I'm getting there at 10 after. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm kind of taking challenge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so you're just kind of like – bedridden right now can you get around just with that walker oh no i'm moving around good dude i'm up on that walker like doing, you know like supporting my weight doing presses whatever the hell you call that yeah yeah I can do anything else great you know i just rolled out a rafting season i'm feel strong as hell you know well but, and it's the end of the year you know it's winter time not much paddling anyway so oh yeah. um, do you normally go anywhere over the winter no, I normally just creak my balls off, you know. We Just West Virginia? Yeah, I mean, you know, we're just lucky in Fayetteville. We're such low elevation. The snow's always kind of melting, and the rain comes in on top of it. You know, Man's Creek, Glade, all that good stuff, the meadow. Have you, um, now that I got you on here, so, yeah, so is that all you want to, is there anything else on that, um, the injury you want to bring up? I think we covered everything on the injury, didn't we? I mean, it was kind of funny when I got in the hospital and they cut my union suit off. And I'm sitting, dude, there's like nine people in the most well-lit room I've ever been in. Five of these people are like the hottest nurse chicks I've ever seen. And there I am splayed out of my back, my flaccid dong out, just freezing my ass off. Cold. I like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, hey, you know, I normally don't have this many people staring at my flaccid dong, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. Did you tell them I'm a, I'm a grower, not a shower? That's the first thing I oh, start saying. I started to say that, and I was like, man, you're representing West Virginia. They expect shit like that. Like, I might. I need to chill out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah, that's dude, a... two surgeries later and just chilling out waiting. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Well, so, yeah, it's a good thing when uh, the community comes together. Like I said, it, it's so good that this time of year you had, like, all kind of like some really high-level paddlers because – at random times it could just be a lot of people wouldn't know what to do they'd be like i don't know what to do let's just leave him laying here on the bank and go call the 911 (laughs) and but everybody seemed to work together and that's awesome man that everybody worked together to get you out of there um that's pretty good because i hear stories about that all the time that you know shit happens and i mean if i'd been there hell i'd been helping too i'd be like well we just got i i you'd do it for me wouldn't you you'd you'd done the same thing yeah yeah, I, I really lucked out, man. I could tell all the communication that was going on the whole time during that. There's some badass motherfuckers. Dude. Yeah. I mean, it well, was man. the. Yeah, so you got you got a long healing process, I guess, Bor. I mean, what are, you, what are you doing during all this time? Well, man, I'm lucky enough. Like, I hadn't seen my folks. I mean, I normally visit them quite a bit. They're only like an hour and a half away from me, but. You know, I'm, the silver linings I'm getting. Uh-oh, I, think, I think your phone paused. There it is. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, dude, just getting to spend time with the folks, getting to like chill out, play some video games I've wanted to play for a while, read some books. Yeah, you know, just got to chill out. <laughs> Not bad. Eighteen years. If I got to take a few months off, I ain't. I'll be all right. Yeah, like you said, you just came out of a long rafting season, so yeah, time to take a break anyway. Uh, um, yeah, I'm man. Here. So. Yeah, so you're up around that Fayetteville area, and you know I've been seeing some people like say some things about something called the Old Golly. 
that comes in after they drain the lake, apparently. Lost golly thing. Yeah. Lost golly. And it was just like a mud pit, really. Like, none of the rocks were really exposed. And, I what mean, you, maybe lower now it might look a little different, but it was a mud pit when I went and did it. Really? Would you not recommend it? I mean, it's worth – it's kind of worth doing once, I guess. Not a mud pit. <laughs> Hell, that sounds terrible. Yeah, I, did, I don't think I'll be back. I mean, I hate <laughs> I'll be everybody, but – I'll be squealing like a pig in all that damn mud. I, I don't want to get in no mud pit. I just um, read some things about it, and I'd hit up um, old P-Love. You know him, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, dude. I was asking him about it, and I figured I'd ask you, too, because you're you're kind of a local around there. That's one. I, I love those runs that you can't never get, but just certain times. I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. But I'd heard one thing. They was like, oh, it's just a bunch of mud. You're the second person to say it, so – Scratch that off my list. I mean, it, I think they're doing it a little lower now than what it was when I was there. So it may, you know, if they let it sit like that for a while, some current running, maybe it look different, but I doubt it. Yeah, I ain't messing with that. If I'm, I'm waiting for the next big rain to go back to West Virginia. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, what's, one of your, what's one of your favorite West Virginia runs, like your go-to, like, oh, that's a Creek all the way. Which one? Man's Creek. Man's okay. That's one that's been eluded me for a while. I've seen videos of it. I've been wanting to get it for a while, but this year I want to check it off the list. Um, like an hour, hour and a half of just the 40 some best booths you've ever done. They're all so unique. They all got style. It's so continuous, you know, and it's like four five, six, eight foot drops. It's not like it's just, just amazing. Back to back to back drops. Yeah, yeah dude. It's uh, just wonderful sequences, dude. Just mm. like awesome moves back to back, you know. Are they all pretty clean? Yeah. I mean, one, yeah, sort of. You know the lines, yeah. It's like go with somebody that knows, like, be left here, right here, things like that. Yeah, definitely want to be, like, on someone's ass that not only knows it well but doesn't fuck it up a whole lot. <laughs> That's the key. <laughs> There's people that's like, yeah, I've done this run. And it's like, dude, I can't believe you went with that guy. <laughs> it's like, holy <laughs> shit, you made it out of like, I don't know, twice I landed on rocks. <laughs> yeah, people might say it shit about me here and there. <laughs> I'm not following you off sunshine. I'm sorry. I'm hitting the eddy. No. Yeah, you might not want to, dude. <laughs> we, um, I, might, I might come up with a nine. I might call that like Nuggets line or something. Um, I, might, I might name that rock after you. <laughs> if you want <laughs> nuggets hip <laughs> i mean i pay i'm paying enough for it you know yeah i'm sure i'm sure that's costing a pretty penny um, oh yeah honestly but oh well yeah man that's pretty much all i wanted to talk to you about um mm. was that you know i i can tell you another funny story another guy i'm trying to get on here is um a guy named sam davis i don't know if you heard that name before is that the canal falls dude I knew you knew about it. I was like, he was. <laughs> so I want to hear his story of being stuck under a damn rock in a waterfall for six, seven oh, hours. Or he's way rowdier than mine, buddy. I don't Well, I he, mean, he probably thought he was going to die. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, he saw he's under that waterfall and sees these firemen come screaming at him atop his lungs and then sees them leave. And he'd already been in there for hours. Had you were you there? No, I was I was hanging out at a buddy's house, just like you know, just getting 
you know, a little bit of safety equipment and stuff. And then he's sitting there like, man, there's that empty kayak down at the falls. And uh, he was like, man, we better go down there and help look because that might fuck with access if something happens. That's uh, just worried about <laughs> access. He was. I hate to, I hate to, you know, knock him out on that, but that was his main concern, buddy. He got his ass down there and helped out. Yeah, that was that was a crazy story, and I can't wait to hear it. But um, I was paddling with him that day, so we were doing the upper gully, and I was showing some like first timers down the upper gully, and I had a swimmer, and oh Sam was like, "Hey, let's go run Kanawha after we get off," and I was like, "Yeah, no problem." But then after a couple swims, you know how it gets. Time started getting oh, yeah. longer and longer, and then he we got about maybe close to like pillow and he goes man i'm just gonna blaze on i was like all right buddy we'll see you down at the bottom and we we got off late we got off around about six o'clock and sam's van was gone so i didn't even think nothing about it so i went on back to uh, i live in south carolina i'm driving on back to south carolina and i see facebook lighting up and they was like anybody knows whose boat this is i looked at it, it was an rpm max with that goofy river line shit and i'm like I'll be damned. You know who that, I was like, nah, that ain't Sam's. He probably got drunk, left it on the side of the bank and went home. <laughs> I know. I honestly never thought anybody be in the cave and all that, but man, he got lucky that somebody kind of, what was his name? Um, Corey, Corey knew about that cave and, um, yeah. So that worked out for him. <laughs> yeah. And I, man, because he's right. What I'd heard, um, I'd heard him talk about it and he was like, he's seen firemen just pulling away. He's in there just yelling, hey, through a little yeah. hole. Hell, I never even thought about the golly release affecting it because, like, we go to Canal when everything is just bone dry, you know. Just we definitely that drop, yeah. So I guess that bubble of water that got released got to his ass after he swam. Wow. Is that not crazy that it had enough to take you under and pop you up behind it, but you can't swim back out? And whew. Yeah, that's – yeah, yeah. You know, he didn't get hurt, but he, he probably had a lot of life choices he thought about right there. That changes a man, huh? Oh, shit, yeah, dude. <laughs> you know what I it rem- – Or his mental scars will. Yeah, you know what it reminds me of? You've you seen that movie or book, 127 Hours. The dude, Oh, yeah. That's what it reminded me of. He had to sit there and think, this is how I'm going to die. And he'd hear things go overhead. Hey! <laughs> we need to come up with that i was like because i used that as a joke i said unless you've been living under a rock in damn Kanawha falls you've heard of this before and i don't think a lot of people get when i say that <laughs> you would you'd be like oh i get that oh yeah dude poor guy man we we were talking about that at the end of the year last year we're like what's the rowdiest shit that's happened this year and it was three things we was talking about but that was that was number one. Oh wow what was number two and three well, too, we had got stuck on man's late at night and uh, got stuck out there in the dark. It didn't run till real late in the day. I ended up going upside down and getting a head injury, which I didn't really know. I didn't even remember going upside down and swimming this first time. And they ended up in the dark. I, I, I swam two more times. My buddy pinned and swam another time. It was just we a shit up, show that day. Oh, well, half of it we were doing in pitch dark. Mm. But headlamps and we strapped them on our head but we had four between five of us and then by the end of it we had three of them between five of us but all of us but one of us knew it really well we called it the nightmare before christmas it was on christmas eve temperature was going 40 to um do you stay the night in there 
No, I ended up like we made it to the new and I had arranged something with my girlfriend at the time where my truck was at Fayette station instead of at middle Keeney where we normally take out. So we had to paddle the whole gorge in pitch black with ice rain in our face. But as long as you were off man's, I mean, you just, yeah, knew was yeah. nothing. Yeah. Well, I, my dumb ass was wearing a dry top was the big thing where I'd swam a few times and shit. Oh, it was a disaster. It was a shit show. Yeah. <laughs> that, that would be a good number too. Yeah, it was it was rowdy. We had to decompress after that. One. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, man. Is there anything else you want to cover here? I mean, any what's your, what's the creek boat that you use up there? What would you recommend? Is like, what's your favorite creek boat for West Virginia creeking? Uh, I mean, I've been using the Phantom. I really just use dagger stuff because it just seems more durable, and I like the outfitting. You know, mm-hmm. Phantom's I mean, I was, a solid design. I was using piranha, but I just kept breaking them so easy. Mm-hmm. But what kind of I paddle? Do like, what? What paddle do you usually run? Um, I've got one of those uh, Snyder sticks. One of them wood. Yeah, I like that a lot. Mm. That feel through the water and what's you know, the, what's her blade face? I just like that for rudders and stuff like that. What what's the what's the model? Uh, the blade is a wild water. And I okay. do a one. It's kind of the, similar to like the powerhouse or the Shogun blade. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I can look at. Does he have that online? Yeah, yeah, man, I dig it. Yeah, that Phantom's nice, but man, if you don't know where you're going and you're on some mank, shit, dude, you got some speed to deal with. The cruise, the river stick, right there. That's yours. Yeah, I dig that thing, man. It's just way that wood's just easier on your body more than anything else. But it's durable as hell. Wow, those look good. Um, for everybody listening, I pulled up. I went to uh, it's River Sticks. R I V R S T Y X. What a weird name to spell that. By Jim oh, Snyder. Yeah. He's a fucking paddle wizard, man. Yeah, um, those those Jim those Snyder ones have been around forever. I mean, he's been making oh. paddles forever. He's the one that does that. He stands up and does the – on a ducky. Oh, uh, yeah, his, his brother Jeff does that uh, striding. Striding. Before, yeah, yeah, it was like a sup. Yeah, man. There's some savages up there. <laughs> well, that's pretty good, man. Yeah, so you think the wood holds up, just holds up better in that West Virginia and just less abuse on the body, too? Yeah, I think it's more durable, and it's just longevity-wise for your body. It's just the way to go. Well, that's yeah. – that's awesome, man. Well, dude, I appreciate you coming on, you know, and telling your story here. I've been wanting to get you on, and I think we had talked about a week ago, and I figured yeah. I'd get you on to kind of hear this story, you know. I always like yeah. a good story with a happy ending, and you're still here. You know, you got some healing oh, yeah. to do. Bunch of silver linings, too. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, um, Nick, man, I appreciate it there, and, you know, hopefully hopefully by next summer, you know, next golly season, I'll I'll see you out there. Absolutely, man. Dude, you know, I, I just lastly kind of wanted to say I I couldn't thank the community enough, man. I mean, I'm really in debt to a lot of people. A lot of people I don't even know the names of. Yeah. I mean, how it can, was really. How can people get a hold of you? What Do you have a YouTube or something or Instagram, Facebook? 
Um, yeah, I'm Kayak Nurse 32 on Instagram. Just Nick Parsons on Facebook. That's pretty much all. I think I'm Kevin Parsons on YouTube, but I just like throw a bunch of random shit on there. Mostly your Instagram. So people want to get a hold of you can come at you through Instagram if they want to want to hear more about it. But yeah, but um, yeah, man. But Nick, man, I appreciate you taking the time and um, letting me hear your story and letting everybody hear your story. You know, a lot of people had a lot of questions and it's good that you came on and just kind of like, hey, you're still around. You're still you're back to normal almost. Yes, it happens, man, you know. (laughs) but all right all right nick man it was good chatting with you buddy and i will um i'll definitely um hit you up you know whenever you heal up keep in touch man yeah good talk to you wade thanks all right right, see you man